Good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Series, proudly powered by leadershipbydesign.co, where we aim to add value to people's lives. You can catch us live every Wednesday and Thursday at lunchtime on ebizradio.com, where we talk everything leadership, coaching, and marketing. And you can listen to Lunchtime Series on all your major podcast channels today. In today's leadership and coaching segment, we have co-owner and director from the Raintree Business Coaching, and uh, joining us today from Rain is one of the co-owners and directors is Leone Kutsia. Leone, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Kevin. How are you? Good, good, good. I'm excited about the conversation we're going to have today. Yeah. It's uh, we we are doing a bit of a series on the Wings concept, which is the work and industry neutral growth skills. So uh, there's some really nice stuff that's coming out of this and. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm sure you'll agree that every time we have this conversation, it sort of expands and it's it's like a compound interest, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it becomes more and more. And it's it's quite interesting that that you know these five critical skills have had such an impact on uh, conversation already. Um, but I mean, to to kick it off, I'm going to start with uh, one of them. Be, one of those 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 skills that we are looking at is critical thinking. Now, when you look at the the sort of uh, overview of what critical thinking is, it involves the disciplined ability to analyze, interpret, and evaluate information objectively, leading to well reasoned conclusions and effective decision making. It encompasses skills such as logical reasoning. Uh, evidence assessment and considering multiple perspectives, allowing individuals to navigate complex problems and make informed judgments. So when you look at it from the, that kind of big explanation, uh, critical thinking really is an important factor for businesses and employees of the future, because without the, our ability to be well-reasoned um, and make effective decisions based on, you know, having enough perspectives and understanding around it um, will end up making really silly <laughs> decisions and it won't be critical thinking, right? We'll just be thinking. Um, what, what's, when we started this conversation, what sort of stands out for you around this, Leonie? Why, why do you think this is important, you know, for the future of employees to, to learn as a skill? You know, <clears throat> Kevin, it's it's one of, I really believe, a, a critical leadership skill in business is to be able to look at your business and really deeply, honestly, bravely look at it yeah. and say, what is working, what is not working? Um, we, you know, <laughs> in business, we get so nice about things and we don't want to step on toes. And then we speak around the sacred cows and we have all of these pleasant conversations in our leadership meetings. Or when we report to our leadership teams, we, we speak from a place of what we think they want to hear. And we don't have the real, honest, critical thinking conversations, um, not realizing that actually we are steering the business into serious problems if we do not get very fit at having critical thinking and having real conversations in business around what's working and what's not working. Um, and, and of course, I know we discussed is that there's deeper, there's deeper levels to this or different levels to this, which I'd love to, to further unpack with you. But the importance for us as leaders to create a culture where it is 
safe to apply critical thinking, to have the real conversations around what is not working is critical in today's day's age for for successful businesses. I'm so I'm so glad that you like what stands out about that what you've just mentioned to me is um, that sacred cows because <laughs> we get so attached to yeah. this sacred idea that's that's been in our business and that's worked for the last twenty years, but that very sacred cow might be the actual cow that's getting in the way of furthering your business mm-hmm. or uh, really stepping away from it and objectively looking into it going, can we do this better? Can yeah. we do it? Is there something that could really step that up for us and, and really put us in a position um, like that? We just simply haven't seen based on the fact that we are so we so worship this one thing and we so attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. Another, another one that, um, that, that I think that um, you, you mentioned is yeah, that psychological safety, an element of, yeah. of, of creating the space for us to allow to interrogate um, and unpack and uh, really critically think about, does this thing that we're doing, does the approach we're having, um, is it really working? Um, right, and to add to that, as a, la- a, a layer and another level, I think part of that is looking at our biases. Do we have blind spots um, that we're we're needing to consider, and maybe we we have a blind spot we don't realize? Um, then the context and the content of the situation, right? And an- another layer to add to that is: is the environment conducive for us to be able to? really unpack this because we know that environment can influence how we decide and how we make decisions right so critically thinking when you really sit like we're sitting now and unpacking it to uh, the next level you start realizing that it's that it's an actual core critical skill that for us to be able to really be the forerunners and the the movers and shakers of business and um and and the market share and really getting you know your part of the market and winning at that level we have to be able to critically think around this and not be scared to do it yeah and and and, you know kevin it's interesting because i'm I'm looking at this and and i love how you're speaking to the environment and and all of these different aspects of getting fitted at critical thinking it's one of the gifts that coaches brings into the boardroom or into the business or you know it's to have that thinking partner that's going to support you and the business to ask the critical questions that you haven't thought of because you might have a blind spot or you are so unconsciously competent in doing a thing a certain way that you simply cannot see that it can be done differently or that this is actually a problem in the business. Now, speaking about creating that that, that environment, in the coaching room, it's a little bit easier to create a safe environment. Look, I'm not going to... I'm not going to lie, some clients really experience it as, as deeply uncomfortable when the coach comes and challenges these limiting beliefs, challenges, and, and really apply critical thinking to every aspect of the business. They get, you know, clients can become quite defensive and going, but, you know, my business is running perfectly. Why are you asking me these questions and become quite defensive and rob themselves from the opportunity to apply critical thinking and making significant, wonderful changes in their business that yeah. will have great outcomes. So as coaches, we work very hard to create that safe trusting environment 
to be able to support our clients and ask them those challenging questions that will support them to apply the critical thinking and to start seeing past their blind spots and start seeing how they can do things differently um, is the one level of that. But I think leaders have a responsibility today to take that concept and to create a culture of critical thinking where they create safe environments for their staff because you've mentioned it so beautifully, you know, we have blind spots. And as you as a business owner, or you as the MD of a business, or you as the, the shareholder of the business, is stuck in a certain way of looking at it, stuck in a certain way of thinking. If you do not empower your team around you to feel safe enough that they can step up and they can challenge, to know that they will be heard, that they will be considered, um, you are on your own. And, you know, there's so much one brain can come up with. Where When you have a diverse group of people in your organization that bring that brilliance to the table, the solutions, the solutions are just so much better. Um, so it, it's, it's important to understand that we need to create that environment where critical thinking can 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 grow and flourish in our business. Um, I remember in the organization where I used to work, we had one year a, a theme. Every year we had a theme that we worked on and, and kind of drove how we would work um, achieving our goals. And, and one of the themes was Kaizen, which comes from the Japanese, right? Um, which is the concept of continuous improvement. So every single individual in the organization was tasked and was challenged and was given the opportunity to say, right, in your little little block where you are working, what are you proposing can be done better? What could change here? And because it was a safe environment, people stepped up and they were heard. And the organization as a whole just improved. Because it became a culture of how can we continuously improve um, the way that we are working. And the results were phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you're talking, you know, one of the things when we did unpack this, we also we, <laughs> we also noted that um, some people have that very strong opinion. If it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And my, I think from being an entrepreneur and, you know, someone who's always out there making things happen my stance on this is like no you know obviously there's there's a you know you have to critically think you have to be at the forefront of everything um it's almost a, a, a natural position for me to 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 look at the kaizen process and go i need to do that on a daily weekly kind of basis mm -hmm. right where in certain uh certain companies and certain perspectives you kind of go okay but this is a this is a brilliant product it works why would we change it right so it's a very um juxtaposition that we can find ourselves in to kind of go okay when do we need to critically think through things and do does it mean we have to really look at every product and rethink it um and again it's such a such an interesting position to be in because you, you kind of go yes and no Right. Mm. Um, like, do we do we have to really critically think uh, about a product that sells, that works, that makes a difference? But then, you know, if you look at if you look at the iPhone, uh, it's just a product that, you know, something I use. Um, 
critically thinking through what could be better. I mean, when it started out as the iPhone, it was, wow, like this is a touch screen, whatever, whatever, whatever. Today, I can get to speak to my iPhone. Today, I, <laughs> you know, I can ask it to research things. I can get it to do stuff. Um, so because they were willing, and I think that's the, the, the positioning of this, you're willing to be able to look at the sacred cow and go, okay, cool. It is a sacred cow. It's beautiful. But what if it was better? And maybe it's a conversation of considering the what if factor. And I think, you know, from, a, from an NLP perspective, we generalize the stored and delete information. So we just, we just know what we know because that's what we know. And we don't really know what we don't know. Speaking to your point of, you know, the competence, incompetence kind of factor. But if we're able to, as leaders, as decision makers, as innovative uh, innovators, to kind of go, what if this was possible? And I think that sort of lends itself to, to you know, whether we should change things or whether we should, we should keep this thing the same, right? And another one point I just want to add to that is, you know, my ego also gets in the way, right? My ego also gets in the way of going, okay, but do I need to change this? I'm so comfortable with this. It's, you know, it so works. Or I created this. Why the hell would I change this? This is my, this is my baby. This is my... And you kind of go, okay, we get that. But for you to be able to critically think about the sacred cow, your ego needs to step out the door or be parked at the door, at least, for you to actually go, okay, cool. Let me look at this from a... Uh, and I use the wings concept because I was, I'm so excited about it and, 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 and. Um, and when I started chatting to you guys and, and um, with you and Angela, uh, you know, from your objective point of view... I could have had this whole sacred cow kind of approach to it. <laughs> but I, I also recognize there's such co-creation and such uh, compound kind of effect that you have from more than my brain kind of thinking through something. And suddenly when you're willing and open to have, to, to be vulnerable and to be brave enough to be vulnerable um, for someone to kind of, but what about this? And what about this? one? And suddenly it becomes a whole new thing, Right. And I think that bravery and vulnerability is part of really allowing for critical thinking to exist. I think you've hit it on the on the spot there. Um, you know, <laughs> critical thinking is not for sissies. Um, <laughs> no, it really not, no. it, it really is not. You know, and 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 I have so much empathy. I've, I've recently always tell the story. I've got this one client that I that I work with. Um, when he started the process of setting business goals um, and really working towards these business goals, I was met with such resistance because mm. his everything was poured into this business that he's developed. And he's so proud of this business. And the business was successful, right? They were, they were profitable. Um, they were employing X, X amount of people. The people were loyal. They stayed there forever. Looking at looking at the business as is there was really nothing wrong with the business right but his objective and it kind of weaves nightly because that's the next thing i want to speak to is that system of delivery his objective was because he wanted to step out of the business and hand over to his son his objective was to build a system of delivery because currently the business was him 
you know, he made the decision as to how much of a discount the clients was going to get or not. He did the invoicing. He he did everything in the business. One, there is not one person that could make a, a decision in the business if, if he wasn't involved. And he realized that he could not hand his business over to his son if the business was running that way. But in that process, what we did was we looked at every aspect of the business and applied critical thinking. And it was deeply uncomfortable. And this poor man, <laughs> you know, I met ego many, many, many times in, in the room. And I just had to have empathy for that and gently guide him to be able to go, oh, but remember, this is what we're doing. We're not saying the business is wrong or broken, but you're yeah. building. Um, and, it's, and it's important specifically when we're talking to business owners, right? And corporate yeah. is different. But specifically, when we're speaking to business owners, understand that there's going to be ego is going to play a role, and it's going to keep you away from critical thinking because you have you have poured your blood, sweat, and money, and investment, and, and everything into this business. But what if the people in the room can contribute and can lead your business with you and enhance the business? How successful could that look, right? And to start opening up and hearing what your team is bringing to the table. Um, yeah. And then that beautiful thing happens where we start collaborating and people, you know, start taking ownership. And there's all of these other beautiful aspects um, in in successful business management that, that that's brought into the business. The second thing that I want to speak to just, you know, and the two points that you raised was that it's a system of delivery conversation because it's a tricky one. And we see this very specifically playing out in big corporates. You know, when we build a when we build a business, we kind of do it inkity pinkity. Somewhere along the line, we start learning that we need to develop a system of of delivery for our business to start running professionally. In a corporate, we're dealing with the Titanic, right? This this the system of deliveries, and in a very big way, people have been trained to not think, yeah, but just follow the process. And it's such a it's a little bit of a polarity around if I now invite critical thinking in the organization, are they going to break the system of delivery and will we then still be able to deliver or not? Um, yeah. and, and that is where, you know, we need to be aware of this because, you know, we can't go reinvent the whole business and break the whole business. We need to look at the system of delivery and the structure and everything around the business um, and apply our critical thinking always towards what it is that our client was and what is it that we tweak and change without breaking our business that can enhance, that can enhance, that can enhance, um, but empower our people to be able to, to, to apply critical thinking and create that safe environment for them to do that. Yeah, uh, you know, there's an element that I, I, I also speak of when, I, when I'm, you know, working with clients is that what we need in the world today is we need a bunch of people who, who are innovative and we need people to be, uh, we need people to be less instruction taking. We need you to be out there and making, you know, coming up with ideas and, and, and long gone are the days where, you know, you can just go, you know, to a job and just sit there and just be an instruction taker. Mm -hmm. Those companies are, they'll fall by the wayside. You yeah. know, we need, yeah. we need from, you know, CEO down to the, uh, the person answering the phone to be a critical thinker, to be someone who's thinking about 
what is, how do I improve? How do I do this? How do I improve myself? How do, how can I, you know, do something better for me to be able to do that and to be in a space where there's this ever evolving machine happening. But I, I just want to touch on some of the, the areas that critical thinking can explore stuff like identifying assumptions, right? When you can identify assumptions, that takes a whole bunch of information and then you start realizing where some of those blind spots are. Um, analyzing the evidence. So how do you approach the assessment of the evidence or the data that you have to determine, the, is it credible or even, even relevant, right? Um, balancing objectivity and subjectivity. How do you strike a balance between those two uh, and really understand how your biases are playing into that? Um, what is your problem-solving strategy? Um, another one being synthesizing information. So when faced with multitude of information sources, how do you synthesize or integrate diverse viewpoints to form a comprehensive understanding of a topic? Um, but also maybe it's, a, it's an idea, a, a, a proposition to, to run a pilot program around something and run a pilot on a... Um, uh, a product that you're innovating or, or, or changing specifically. Um, another one is another uh, important one is handling ambiguity and then also engaging with counter arguments. And I think that one's a nice big one because <laughs> nobody likes to, uh, you know, engage with counter arguments and uh, it's difficult for people to, yeah. to kind of go yeah. there. But I mean, these are just some of the areas that we, that we can actually use to actually, um, critically think and, and enable ourselves to really step to the next level of, of moving through to critical thinking and, and, and becoming comfortable with the uncomfortability of it. Yeah, and, and, and it's, you know, once you, once you create the environment um, and you build that fitness, it just becomes the way of, like you say, this is the way you run your business. It's, it's such an unconscious competence for you now. You, you, can, you can't imagine doing it differently. And therefore, your business is dynamic, right? We're continuously improving and growing. And, and oh, we've done it this way. And, and what if we tweak it in this way? And it's just getting better. Always, always improving. Um, and that really is the gift of critical thinking. And, and today's day and age where data has just become such a critical aspect in business um, and people understanding the value of data mining um, and, you know, the big corporates appointing um, big data centers within within their businesses, um, being able to look at the data and apply critical thinking with a team of people within the organization is just so valuable to business and it will make us much more relevant um, in, in serving our target markets, because that's what it's all about. Business is about understanding who you are serving, what are their needs, um, and how are you serving them? Whether that is with, yeah, first thing that comes to mind is a pencil, selling them pencils, because I've got it in my hand. It's a stupid <laughs> example, but you understand what it is, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's how are you serving? And if we continuously being curious around the data and what our clients want and what they need and what is happening in the marketplace and, and all of these things, applying critical thinking to that and, and have a have a culture where it's safe for the whole team to bring the diversity and to become very fit at um, critical thinking, we're just really going to strengthen our businesses. So, I mean, if I have to, I, I mean, I'm going to ask you for a takeaway for today's conversation, but I think for me, a takeaway from today's conversation, and I think it, uh, it's something that we've heard before, it's something that's out there, people are aware of it, 
but I, you know, I think it's, uh, it's, it's quite relevant to today's conversation. And I think, you know, really stepping into a growth mindset uh, and when you allow for a growth mindset to be uh, relevant in your environment and becoming curious, being able to ask difficult questions, avoiding the assumptions, um, looking at your own blind spots, um, really uh, opening up the table to kind of go, okay, what potentially could come from this if we change this and this and this and this and mm -hmm. put it out there and, and allow for for your idea to be pulled apart and uh, allow for it to to be to be creating something even more spectacular than than you thought mm -hmm. and i think that's that's the uh it's it comes with a bit of emotion when you have to think of the uh, tearing your idea apart but i think that 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 speaks to allowing for it to exist what do you think what do you take away from critical thinking? What do you yeah, want to share? I, you know, I think what you said is so rich and so spot on. Um, I think what I just want to highlight here is really where this is this is where an executive coach or, or a business coach can really be beneficial for you. This is something that you as a leader um, are not fit at. Um, you know, get the expert in to support you and to walk that journey with you, to create that thinking space for you, to get past your bias, to help you to create that environment, um, to, to be able to guide you in terms of the context and being able to ask the right critical questions. You know, it's that it's that fresh pair of eyes on your business um, yeah. that will just really support you in getting fit at, if you are not already, getting fit at critical thinking. Um, and then as leaders in business, we need to make sure it's, it's almost our responsibility to ask yourselves, how can I create a safe environment for my team? How do we build this fitness in our teams? How can I hear their voice and really get the value of what they can bring to my business to me? Um, and again, if if you if you need the help of outside coaches, get it, because it's you know it's it's one of the cornerstones I believe in today's day and age. There are so much change and. And we need to be re real here. You know, COVID is only three years ago. Yeah. Um, and we have gone through so much change. And business owners, especially around our smaller businesses, you know, our enterprise business and our, and our small, medium businesses, not even speaking about the micro guys, um, mm. are change fatigued. <laughs> yes. the, the, Afri the Afrikaans word for this, and you know, I don't know if there's a nice English transna translation, is... Hello, is face force with all the change. No, there is not. <laughs> about face everything force. that's happened for the, only for in the last three years. Mm. Um, we are exhausted as business owners. Yeah. Um, but this is an aspect, and that's why I'm saying get that coach to come and support you, to be able to hold your hand and walk this journey with you. Um, because we were all in survival mode for the last three years as business owners. Um, to get that person to support you to be able to to do the critical thinking in your business and to create that safety net and to and to create the the space where your team can contribute to to taking you through through the next phase and to make it and to and to bring the valuable services and and products that that we need in this country. You know the importance yeah. of, of small businesses to the economy. We all know it's it's a critical aspect that we need. Absolutely. 
Yoni, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for picking my brain and sharing with me as well and allowing me to pick yours. Um, guys, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be finishing the WINGS series. Um, we're going to be talking about all those critical skills and all of them encompass creative thinking, critical thinking, social intelligence, self-management and attention management. So we've got uh, a few more to go. And uh, co-owner and director of Raintree Business Coaching, Leonie Kutsia, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. And I will chat to you soon. Lovely. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Kevin. And have a super day. Just for now. Bye.